What's happening, everyone? It's Kyle for the Magpie Twenty Four Seven Podcast, and it's a it, it's an emergency podcast. It's uh, late night, but the news just came out literally an hour ago with uh, the following from Keith Downey that the the takeover got rejected by the Premier League. And it's funny that just as Chianora was doing a a plead to the to the House of Commons to get like the get an independent look on what what the deal was. This comes out with a statement from Newcastle United. It's, it's so it it is definitely newsworthy, and uh, we thought we'd cover a podcast on it. I don't know how long me and Paul are gonna rant and rave about this one, but uh, it's fair <laughs> to say we're not happy about this one, Paul. I mean, I'm a lot lot more level headed than I was for podcast two, where I was very upset and angry with this one. But it's not a shock. There was, I mean, Paul, what's your what's your initial thoughts on it, mate? The only shock with it, Kyle. Right, the only shock is that for once the Newcastle fans are standing arm in arm and side by side with Mike Ashley and you know you are on to a loser if <laughs> if all the Newcastle fans and Mike Ashley have, have ganged together to oppose the, the you know the decision that's been reached. Um I mean I don't believe in coincidences at all. And this comes out the same night that Chi is stood in the uh, the House of Commons demanding for transparency demanding, uh, you know, that um, the powers that be look into the Premier League and look into transparency and look into these tests. And then this comes out. And then, of course, what happens? We get the all no comments uh, sign. But I'm absolutely starting on furious. So we'll get into it shortly. I know you want to read the, the statement and everything, but just say I was spitting blood when I saw it. It wasn't, wasn't an understatement because we, we got told before uh, one thing and again, couple of weeks later something else happens Kyle Newcastle fans held in absolute um you know disregard once again yeah just shut on constantly shut on it, mate from a great idea it is well I was starting to like slowly like let go of the situation just be like right I think the free signings did help and it was like a good couple of days it was like all oh, right okay like we've got the free signings coming in the season's coming up it's you know it's 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 like there's a little bit to be happy about and then this just this bombshell so I'm happy I did enjoy the Wilson um signing I'm happy I enjoyed the Jamal Lewis signing and the Ryan Fraser signing because if I didn't I wouldn't have fully been ready for this, This, to be honest, because it's just been, as you know, Paul, it's been miserable. And we actually yeah. enjoyed the last podcast because it was positive for once instead of just we us. Did. Yeah, instead of us just shouting and screaming. But like... We had, uh, we had a like, smile on our face, Kyle. We had a smile on yeah. our face doing it. And, and and this is the thing we said at the time. This is how most normal football, football fans feel all of the time. And we were getting... Uh, so so pleased and happy with things just because for one day only we were being operated like a normal Premier League club, we were spending money spending cash, paying a fair price for a player and bringing in quality proven players and we were all, it, it, we were both saying it's such, oh, such a nice feeling, this is how all the other 20, you know, sorry, all the other 19 clubs feel like all the time, blah blah blah, you're just trying to get your hat on trying to think about uh, the weekend We've had a media day today at Newcastle. Then you're a little bit suspicious. You're like, Mike Ashley's flying in? Why is he flying in? Uh, then it comes out that they're going for a meal out and, and stuff. And then you think, no, nah, he's, he's, he was in America. He's come back to England. Why has Mike Ashley done that? 
And you again, yeah. like you don't believe it. I, I do not believe in coincidence. So we knew something major was happening, and then bang, out comes the statement, out comes uh, Sky with uh, claims and stuff like that. And um, yeah, it's, it's a shame it couldn't last. But you know, Newcastle fans and having good days don't last. Monday no, was like no. a little, like a little cup final or something like that for us. You know, a sense of normality. Uh, a day of calm, you know, out uh, on on you know, a day of calm out on the sea, as opposed to um, fighting a tide of absolute shit all of the time. But uh, yeah, we've had a couple of days of nice at ease and smiling and being happy. So it's back to uh, fighting back and, normal, and, yeah. and and yeah, the same old stuff for uh, for Newcastle United fans everywhere. Indeed, mate. I mean, yeah, it, 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 this came out only hours after Richard Richard uh, Cockmaster was in was in media himself, um, saying he sympathised with Newcastle fans about the takeover falling through and stuff. He didn't mention that they'd rejected there'd been a rejected deal or anything like that. He just sympathised with Newcastle fans, and do, uh, to do be honest, I don't do want now? his sympathy. Uh, yeah, you know what, what he can do, do with his sympathy? He can stick it up his fucking ass. And I'll tell you he what can. he can also do, he can, he can take that sympathy, right? He can polish that fucker up real good and shove it up where the sun don't uh, shine, you know, shine at all, as far as I'm concerned. I don't want his sympathy. I don't want fuck all from him. He has been absolutely and utterly garbage and a pure oxygen thief from the moment that man walked into that job. After how many years of schooling him off, making major deals, Pushing yeah. forward things, getting things right more often than not. This man has overseen an absolute shit show at the Premier League, and, and it's a joke. They've lost contracts, they've lost hundreds of millions of pounds worth of uh, you know money coming in. They've passed over on the opportunity to get a new owner in with un, you know unlimited amount of uh, finance and stuff like that, and they've been a hypocrite. Because they, uh-huh. they approved the Manchester City deal, but they haven't got the balls to do it again. So it reeks no. of hypocrisy, it reeks of boys' club, and it reeks of uh, looking after the own self-interest and not upsetting the apple cart. It really pisses me off. But yeah, as for him, Mr. Hide-and-seek champion of the fucking uh, entire United Kingdom, he can just go and piss off because every word he utters is complete and utter dross. It's a load of shit. A load of lies, like I say, take your sympathy, shove it up your fucking ass. I completely agree, mate. I mean, where was his sympathy when we had to wait five months for any sort of explanation from? Where was where was his sympathy when it, there's tweets to the Premier League every day? We need answers, we want answers, we deserve answers, and we got ignored. Or, or the months of um, no red flags, or the months of waiting for this deal to be done. We're, we're, club being in limbo for the best part of half a year where else was sympathy then i don't if it is if it is yeah. sympathy it's false sympathy it's just sort of bullshit from him um i even says in the post that i put up on facebook about that where richard masters talks shit follows not long after it and i've been proven right i mean it's a massive shit storm don't get us wrong but like as usual the, Pre- the premier league responded to the to the statement from newcastle which i'll read out in a sec uh, the, 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 the the typical no comment from them. I mean, the utter neglect from the Premier League of this entire situation is just is just dire. And to be honest, if 
if it does go to court and Chianora does get what she wants and have an independent team look at this deal and look at the Premier League, the Premier League won't have a leg to stand on because the Premier League said that that PIF um, withdrew, so arbitration couldn't be looked at. Um, it came out that the, the Premier League deal was blocked. So what is is now arbitration an option? So what? So what? What's been said to the trust? What's been said to like? Do, do you know what I mean? Like it, it it's all just building up to the onto the Premier League. They're chatting shit. The the they're just lying left, right, and centre. And it it they kind of keep running. They kind of keep running forever. Like Paul, they're all yeah. going to get caught. Look, it's going to catch up with them. It. Yeah, it is going to catch up with them. They said the test is objective and not subjective, right? So if it's objective. And one of the, the major problem is the connection to the Saudi government, right? Mike mm. Ashley has said in the statement that you're about to read, right, that he, the club has provided loads of evidence, statements, etc., saying that it is not part of Saudi Arabia. It's a separate entity from the actual government itself, right? So if, if it is truly um, objective, then you've ticked that box because proof has been shown that it's not. You cannot yeah. take a subjective look at it and go, well, from this angle, if I stand from over here, or if I listen to Richard uh, Keyes or, you know, somebody else from Qatar, then it, oh, then it's not, then it's not. You know, where in the test is all these subjective measures about people writing in with concerns about human rights, about, you know, issues and stuff like that? It's just bullshit. They've just made it up as they've gone along, and it doesn't suit them. It, they don't want the apple cart being rocked, and if a, a, you know a competitive Newcastle, no doubt about it, would rock the apple cart, would rock the establishment. So your Liverpool's, your Spurs of the world, your Manchester Cities, your Man United, your Arsenal, your, your Chelsea's, even your, down to your Everton's and the like, who are trying to push up that league and make big signings. Um, they they ain't gonna like it. They ain't going to like it one little bit. But what I don't see for the Premier League side of it, bringing in a new owner with potentially unlimited funds brings more money into the game. So that helps the Premier League get back on its feet. And then you're attracting the best players in the world to the to the Premier League, which makes it a better product, which makes it more saleable. Every, everything comes back to the fact that it's friends of friends and it's a boys' club. And you're yes, just doing it for, for, for like for political, you know. You you look at the Qatar thing, and it comes back to them all of the time. It all of the links, it always works its way back to Qatar and, and dirty relationships. And don't think that these business uh, dealings aren't dirty; they aren't corrupt. Because look at FIFA, and then you think, God, look at FIFA; it's in such a mess. And then it, it filters down to UEFA, and they're in yeah. trouble. And you think, bloody hell, UEFA's at it as well. And then it goes to, you know, people from over the American. For it goes all around the world. So if you think that the Premier League's whiter than white, then you need to get the Barnard Castle and go for a fucking eye test, because they're yep. as corrupt as the rest of them. They're all shit in the same pot. They all piss in the same pot. Um, and I'm sorry, but it's it's all wrong and it's all got to come out. And to be honest, I think Mike Ashley is the type of person, obviously he's, he's unorthodox, he's unusual, but he's a successful and powerful man in the business world. Whether he just takes them to court regardless to expose them, he'd probably just do that because he's he's a he's a raggy bastard. He does what he fucking wants when he wants. 
because that's the way he's used to operating in life. Um, but ultimately, this is going to go higher and higher and higher. And um, Premier League's going to have a lot of difficult questions to be able to uh, to answer. And, and I personally don't believe that they are going to be able to come up with all the answers. Because if they, like I say, the test, when they go through it and the evidence, if it doesn't weigh up and the court orders them to approve it, they're going to look like the biggest fucktards ever. And, 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 You've got you've got to then say a vote of no confidence has to be held with the people who are running the Premier League. Yeah, because one 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 of the members one of the members one of the twenty stakeholders in the Premier League is going to be taking the Premier League to court. How 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 mad is this? It's what crazy. world do we live in? It's fucking it stupid. It's mental. I mean, Southampton had to take take the take the court as well. I don't think it, the Southampton deal was as se- serious as ours. In terms of how high it's going to go, but like we, you were weighing up the options earlier on the court of arbitration of sport, which Man City recently had to go to get the Champions League ban overturned, or the High Court in London. Now I don't know, like I'm I'm not business savvy or um, law lawyer savvy enough to to run through the difference or anything like that, but it, I think it, I think it is going to go to court. I really think so. Um, I'm just hoping PIF, uh, Rubens Brothers, Amanda Stavely are all still involved with each other, uh, and Mike Ashley's lawyers as well. They're all they're all getting a case together and getting ready to Being go to court. If uh, if they are, for me, the Premier League don't have a leg to stand on. I mean, it was reported a couple of weeks ago, a couple of days after the takeover fell through, that they'd submitted evidence of who was going to own the club to the Premier League within the 140-page document, no, the 340-page document, and the the resubmitted the letter from a, from like one of the big, big wigs at, at PIF, give the letter to the Premier League, and this this still didn't do anything. So, like... Yeah. Just, it's came just, from the highest court, Kyle. Uh, yeah, the highest court in Saudi Arabia have said that PIF is not, repeat, not part of the Saudi government. It is and a separate that's the evidence you need in the Premier League of just taking the piss with it, basically, mate. And it's 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 actually a mm-hmm. joke. From, how can from you top. look? How can you look and make aspersions, right? How can you sit there and, and judge that this letter from the highest court of the land? It's it's like, for example, if they got a letter of Boris Johnson, right? Would they take that as gospel? And if the answer is yes, then. A similar place person in the Saudi establishment should be treated with the same respect. Because again, if you're not, what is that opening yourself up to? You're not just a hypocrite, but you know what I mean. You've got to respect other people's um, organisations, how they operate their governments, how they run their country. You've got to respect them and their ways. It may be different to how we do it, but if one of their head people is saying, "This is the situation in our country." We'll sign to say that. We'll, you know, whatever needs to be done. It should be tre- just the same as it, whether it's, um, you know, from America, whether it's from the UK government, whether it's from, uh, you know, the Germans or anything like that. Everybody should have the same respect. And I just think that that hell bent on not letting this takeover go through because it makes it difficult for their business relationships with Qatar 
and it's also murky. And this is going to, if it goes to court, mate, I'm telling you now, it's going to open up a can of fucking worms. And okay. also bear in mind as well that the contract up in that region, I think is up in a year's time. So yeah. you're going to have to start negotiating that shortly. And the last so one with China. So. Yeah, we've lost that one as well. So it, again, it, it opens up a huge can of worms at the possible worst time for the Premier League. And if the Premier League has got any common sense about it, they will try and go down an arbitration type route. They will try and avoid having their laundry aired, their dirty laundry aired in public. It's got PR disaster written all over this. And for once, it won't be Newcastle coming out looking terrible. It's going to be the Premier League. But they are going to make our lives fucking hell from now on. You think yeah, not being on the not being on the TV is bad at first. Um, any opportunity they get to fuck us over, they will gladly bend us over and fuck us really. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree, mate. I mean, the Premier League are just taking the taking the pure piss out of not just Newcastle football in general. But I'm gonna I'm gonna get um I'm gonna get this statement up now, and the statement aye, aye. reads from from the club. I mean, you know, it's serious when the club are making a statement about a takeover because it ha- the club haven't made a statement regarding a takeover since it fell through with Amanda Staveley, and even then that came through Mike Ashley's connections on uh, his side, and he releasing a statement, not the actual football club, but the yeah, made the, the club, club the, the club don't communicate. The club never fucking communicate. No, so you, know. you know, you knew it was something serious. They don't communicate to the fans over fucking tickets on out. So you know that there was a major shitstorm approaching as soon as you saw club statement. You're like shit. Either something to do with Ashley, something to do with the takeover, <coughs> or something to do with Bruce. It had to be something major, um, and major it certainly was. Yeah, it totally was, and the I don't usually read stuff out like from from the hymn sheet like I don't like I um used to, but um as the statement does go as follows, Newcastle United can confirm that the Premier League has rejected a takeover bid made by PCP Capital Partners, the Rubens Brothers, and the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia (PIF) based on its owners and directors test. This conclusion has been reached despite the club providing the Premier League with overwhelming evidence, legal opinions that PIF is independent and autonomous of the Saudi Arabian and would like to reassure them that they have been fully committed to ensuring this takeover process reach, reached completion and he felt it was in the best interests of the club. May continues to be fully supportive to Steve Bruce, the players and all the staff and wishes them well for the upcoming season. That's the statement from uh, Newcastle the night. And two things are interesting with this one, Paul, for me. Uh, they've named Richard Masters by name. And it's very rare that it's it's but it's it's very rare a name does come when a statement's released. They usually they like, kinda of beat around the bush and kinda of imply who it is if they want to like try and name something, but they've named and shamed Richard Masters by name. And that's a that's a pretty big um that's pretty uh, like a pretty big statement of intent, don't you think? I think it is because at the end of the day, when other takeovers have gone through and they've uh, been in similar situations, you think of Manchester City as a perfect example. Um, there's not been a problem, there's not been an issue. The only change really is the people at the top of the organisations which have changed. The tests themselves have not changed whatsoever. So that does suggest that it's the individuals and their conflict of interests 
and their friendships and those murky business deals that is causing the issue here. It's not um, being an objective process. And that is the frustrating thing. As Newcastle fans, if we'd have failed the genuine test, then that's, I suppose, fine and fair enough. But to do it like this, when it's all smoke and mirrors and stuff, um, is absolutely disgusting. And if it's good enough for Manchester City, how come it isn't good enough for Newcastle United? You know, the same person, Stavely helped sort that deal out. So she knows the inner workings of it. She's not stupid. She's involved on this. So she very much would have been using a similar template, a similar process to get through uh, all these checks and stuff. So if she's managed to get Manchester City and their owners through the test, how come there's been such an issue this time around? Because the two regimes are literally like, you know what I mean, two arse cheeks in a way. They're identical, you know? Um, and at the end of the day, I can understand why they've personally gone for, gone for him because my confidence at the moment in uh, the likes of um, Cockmaster, the hide and you know hide and seek champion, I, I don't even think he'd keep a fucking cat out of a cat flap. He's that fucking useless. Um, and I, I honestly think the entire process obviously it does need looking at. It should be independent and stuff. But even if you take that and strip that away, how come a Manchester City? when they got bought over and brought into the big time, can go through, get Newcastle card, explain that. Explain to me why there's differences. You know, there's other takeovers gone where gone through where there's people who've been getting investigated for criminal, actual criminal offences in this country, and it's gone through. You think of some of the other, the other prime examples of some of the shit shows that have gone through. You know, we've had uh, countries where we've had issues and uh, politically and morally don't want to maybe work with them and stuff like that. They've gone through. So every which way you look and every argument that you can think of, Kyle, there's another Premier League club and they've been allowed to walk through the test, yeah. even with those complications. But my biggest thing is the stable thing because she was involved in the Manchester City deal. So yeah, she knows the framework of what got that through. So why wouldn't she use the exact same framework for this one? Because it, exactly. it's, it's to achieve the same goals. So she's not stupid. She's not going to try to reinvent the wheel. If something's worked before, it'll work again. And I can't, I can't understand that. And it just does appear on the face of it. It's just because there are different people at the top of the organisation currently. And, and, and that, again leans to the fact that it's been subjective this time rather than objective and you yeah. cannot make the rules up as you go on you can be the hide and seek champion all you want um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Newcastle tried to ask around the rest of the Premier League see what other people are thinking about Scudamore and there's got to be a question mark over um, a vote of confidence in this man because he's an it's got to be he is. he's an ep at the end of the day, that if the deals fall through with BN Sports because of this deal and then the Chinese deal as well, a lot of Premier League clubs will lose money over this, and a lot of Premier League clubs look to the look to the TV rights deals as a as a source of income, use it to bring new players in. I mean, what will happen to Everton if a, if the TV rights deals get cut? Like, uh, mm. they won't be able to afford the likes of James Rodriguez and that every week. No, no offense to them, but they won't. 
but like it's it, it's a total mess from top to bottom, mate. And I think what 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 the feel right? Take Everton as an example. They would have budgeted on their money's coming in, right? So you already had the coronavirus situation, right? But then you fail financial fair play. Yeah, and it's going to take you a few years to catch up. Now they might let you off for this one year. Are they going to let you off repeatedly? Because they can say, "Well, look, I'm sorry, but you promised me, you know, a X couple of hundred million pound in, and you only delivered a third of that. So that's why, you know, the finances are like are like they are. Um, and again, it, it opens up cans of worm worms, and, and also as well for for the other fourteen. We always talk about the top six in the Premier League. Well, look at the other 14. If you're in that other 14, your likelihood and your chances of getting taken over and successfully challenging the establishment, the top six, is being effectively stripped back. What they're saying is they don't want people, you know, from uh, Gulf states anymore coming in and, and splashing the money and investing in infrastructure and stadiums and better players and better coaches and better managers. That is what they're saying. So the, the the closing doors as well for that other fourteen, and how is that fair even on a, like a competition level? You yeah, know? Exactly. It, it's it's I, not every club within reason should be allowed to be the best that it, it it can be, and a lot of it Cal comes down to money these days, and we have been denied in the cruelest of ways. Once again, Newcastle fans getting shafted, yeah. and I'm I'm pig sick of it. I'm absolutely. I said. Do and I agree with what you said uh, on the other podcast. So fed up and down, takeover talk. I'm like, I don't want to hear it again. But then it comes at you, and it's like a knife to your heart. And and the just the Premier League don't give a fuck. That's why I said before, and that's why I got so pissed off when you're on about um, him offering sympathy and stuff like that. You can stick your tea in sympathy up your ass. Uh, exactly. Not interested yeah. in either. I don't uh, give exactly. a shit. It is. It's 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 just it's so. It just pisses off so much with uh, with masters and stuff. It really does, because it's dragged on for so so long. But it's a question that's been doing the rounds on on Twitter and stuff. If this was a Man United that PIF were linked with, or an Arsenal, or even a Tottenham trying to buy off Daniel Levy, do you reckon it would have went on like, as quick as as quick as this? Uh, well, as long as this has been going on for. Do you reckon this will be the case? Because for me, I think if PIF went to buy Man United off the Glazers, I reckon this would have been done by early or late February. Uh, and they then the wouldn't. They wouldn't yeah, they wouldn't dare yeah. do it, man. They wouldn't dare do it to Manchester United. They haven't got the balls to do it to Manchester United. They haven't got the balls to do it to Arsenal or Spurs because it's part of their clique. It's part of their uh, protected, um, you know, setup. It's it's part of their elite teams. It's part of their main selling avenue to the rest of the world. They do not want to piss off a Manchester United or somebody like that. You know, they're already tiptoeing around these big uh, sides, Kyle, because they don't want them to leave for these European Super Leagues. They don't. They're shit scared of it. So why would they want to rock the, rock the, uh, the apple cart? With the likes of a Manchester United, they would not, not in a month of Sundays, but because it's Newcastle and it's oh, it's just stuck up there and them silly Northerners and this, that, and the other. Um, that they just literally, literally don't. Um, they think they can just get away with it, with it for us, but yeah, no doubt about it. They'd have literally rolled the red carpet out if it was a Manchester United because it's protecting 
one of their blue chips. It's protecting one of their best assets, the name, a name that can sell around the world and can sell rights off and stuff like that. So, yeah. it, like I say, it stinks as shit. It's fucking corrupt as hell. Um, just so pissed off, mate. So pissed. After being so, this is the trouble. After being so high after them signings, to be back down in the the, the doldrums. Uh, and I'm not surprised Mike Ashley's taken the squad out. He's probably just been having a bit of a pep talk with them because he knows he, more than ever he's got to keep that team in the in the Premier League whilst he fights this at the same time. Because I think that's why down, he's been yeah, that I, I think that's why we've brought, in, brought in three good players. Um with potentially with the promise of more. Yeah. Um I think he's looking at like looking at like um we need to try to get to get the players in to keep up this season where well in the background this is all going on because Most I'm aware definitely. of what we're definitely in it for the long haul as fans. Like um if you think five months is a long time for this deal, you've seen now yet. Uh this could go on for another year. It could do, like Paul. It really could. Um, so I think the thinking is get the get the, get the players in that can keep up. And I think we we'll have now got the team good enough to eat more than stay up. I think we've got a team good enough with a good a good manager and um, a, like a good setup and stuff, which is debatable. But that's for another podcast. Um, like good enough to get to the get get to the top twelve at least, or even compete for the top ten for a decent cup run. You know, uh, at the very best, with the players that we've brought in. So, like, I think the thinking has been get get that sorted, so we can worry about the the off field stuff as well as the stuff on it. But at the end, in the end of it all, Paul, we just want a conclusion, and the club aren't happy with the conclusion. The statement says so. The fans are not happy with the conclusion. Hundred thousand signatures on one uh, petition tells you what one thing, and then the twenty. 2,000 on Chianoras is another thing as well. So 122,000 signatures in, in in total. In fact, I know it's more than that. I know that um, the, the the independent one did over 100,000. I know it did. I think it did 102, maybe 100. 110, uh, for, mate. 110,000 in the end. Well, there you go, then. 130-odd um, thousand uh, signatures over this one deal. There's a lot of people waiting for answers and a lot of people that have been waiting a long time for answers. And like you the, the point you drew up before, the Premier League like the Premier League are running and running and running from from this deal and I think it's gonna bite them it could bite them on the arse in the worst way, especially if it goes to court because even if the Premier League are in the right with this, which I don't think they are with the with the outside interference of everybody else They've got to answer the question of why it took so long. They've got to answer the questions of um, why weren't the the farm base um, told to avoid the petitions and stuff like that. Why wasn't there a line of communication? Like why didn't this? Um, like why doesn't why why has that been non-existent? Why why they said um, the 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 PIF withdrew their offer when when it came out tonight that it, that it's been blocked, like. What is going on, Paul? It, Mate, the thing is, if it goes to court, right, with Ashley, Ashley's lawyers, and he's known to operate with really nasty, um, a nasty litigation team, an aggressive litigation team, do you not think they're going to go for the dirtiest, juiciest bits of shit and put them out in the public domain? 
seriously made. If they think they're whiter than white, they're going to be literally shit stained very, very shortly because yeah. these are serious, serious players. It was the same. Uh, I was reading about the Saudis and they said, we have the best of everything. We have the best legal teams, the best legal minds. We have the best. We do not settle for anything else but. And the Premier League are potentially going to have to take that might on. You know, common sense has to come into it at, at, at some time. But um, there's no doubt if it goes to court, what are they going to lose with regards to sponsorships? You look at the sponsorships that the Premier League have got and they've got shit tons of them. Are the Premier League going to be able to attract sponsors as clearly when, when again, their dirty laundry, laundry is out there? And the answer and is no. Millions. Yeah. The corrupted just, people with, well, us, yeah. or the league. So they're going to get exposed as corrupt, uh, exposed in many, many different ways. And if you're a, a sponsor of the Premier League, you're going to be like, I'm going to distance myself from that. So again, it's all down to losing more money. That's when the other Premier League teams need to look at it and say, we're losing money hand over fist here because of your mismanagement. And that is where the, the, the lack of confidence and potentially avoiding confidence in, in the leadership of the Premier League may well come from. Um, so it could well be that as a result of this, both of them are receiving the P45 in the post. So there's no good hiding behind a no comment thing. No good saying, oh, it, it was a committee thing. It was a committee thing. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's the Premier League. It's corrupt. It is rotten. And I'm looking forward to seeing as well what the uh, what the NUST have to say with regards to directing the fans and organising the fans and arranging protests and arranging next steps and maybe, hopefully as well, trying to speak to the likes of Amanda Stavely, who they've got a good relationship with, and getting an update maybe off Amanda uh, to be able to see where we go next, where, as fans, are we best used and utilised to be able to continue the pressure because... Uh, we did what she asked, and clearly it has, you know, rocked the boat down at the Premier League. But we need to know what to do next. At the same yeah. time, we've got a big job on as well, supporting the lads, supporting the team, um, and hopefully better times ahead. Because, like I say, it's imperative that we stay in the Premier League so that we can affect change and that we can uh, bring about the ownership and stuff. But for once, I do generally believe Mike Ashley in the statement that he's made. He is determined to sell the club. Uh, he has worked hard with regards to this particular takeover. I, I believe other takeover has been playing the game, but on this one, with the weight of evidence behind him, and and also as well, you don't make fighting talk like that, Kyle, unless you can back it up. Yeah, yeah you can't afford. You, yeah, you can't afford to be all for all for coat and no knickers. So he will make sure that he's got a good chance. He's not. He's not an like an idiot when it comes to business. And this is a business transaction. So I, I feel for the Premier League, but I, I I want Ashley and I want Stavely and I want the Rubens and the um, and the Saudis yeah, yeah. to to go go at it. Go for the fraud. Go for the jugular. Um, and attack them head on. Yeah. Expose them. Yeah, of course. Um to to end on this one though, Paul, what do you think is actually going to happen with this this entire thing? Just see you've got a time machine, it rolls to the end. How do you think it's go how do you think it's all going to going to end? Like what do you think is going to happen? Do you think do you think there's a chance Newcastle could get taken over? Or do you think 
the Premier League will find a way to, to stop it from happening because it's probably too soon to ask this question. But obviously, if it does go to yeah. court, like how do you feel? How do you feel it'll go? I think we need more meat on the bones. I really, really do. We need more information. That's why I'm looking towards the NUST and for them to be speaking to Amanda Stavely and reporting back to the fans in, in what's the next best, uh, you know, lot of action. We need communication uh, about it. But ultimately, I personally think, A, there's going to be massive changes at the Premier League and their processes and stuff like that, what happens. Clearly, it all needs looking at and redrawing up again from scratch. Uh, and I think that Mike Ashley needs to sell the football club, wants to sell the football club at this time. I haven't felt that before at all, and I feel that this deal will go through or a variation of this deal will go through. So it might be that the percentages are changed slightly so the Rubens have a little bit more or Stavely has a little bit more, and they have a little bit less um, initially. But I don't feel that the Premier League can afford for this to keep going on, and I think they will be trying to damage, have damage limitation out over the next, you know, uh, days and weeks. But this will end up in court. There's no doubt about it because it's two polar ends. It's two totally polar opposite opinions, and I just think it's it's daft how you've got a seller who wants to sell, you've got a buyer who wants to buy, and then you've got somebody in the middle who's got no right and who's got no dog in the fight who is stopping that deal. And I heard Simon Jordan speaking about it. And Simon Jordan was saying, in a business sense, who the fucking hell are the Premier League to be sticking their noses into a business transaction between a buyer and a seller? And he's, he's actually right. You've got no business. Right. He's, yeah, he, well, he is very, very right. I, I disagree with him. And I think he's a bit of a pompous knobhead at times. But on this one, you can see his point. You have yeah. a buyer and a seller, and then you have just an absolute mess in the middle. And they are making up the rules as they go along. Yeah, though it's yeah. going to be a mess. Like I'm sure tomorrow there'll be more fireworks over the next week or two regarding it. But for me, I think um, I think it's going to either way. I think Paul, you're right in terms of that the Premier League. Serious, serious ramifications are needed to be made by them because if not, the the Premier League can only run so far now, in my opinion, before they hit a brick wall and then they've got nowhere to run to and they're going to end up getting exposed more. So I think the Premier League need to realise the, the, the fragile position that they're actually in and make a decision because I think the only way this goes away for them where a lot of shit doesn't get uncovered and the truth doesn't get uncovered with the corruption, is that the the they get a settlement with uh, one of the twenty stakeholders that is Newcastle United and get this deal done. So I think all all the legal stuff goes away, the court of arbitration uh, goes away, or the high court or whatever. The threat of a legal battle against PIF would be catastrophic for the Premier League because when the when when the losers a lot of legal fees, the the amount of compensation they're going to have to pay out for people and. Um, you know, the compensation they'll have to pay to Newcastle because if they lose a legal battle to, to PIF, Newcastle will sue them for the amount of negligence they've caused over five months, keeping the club in limbo for five months and stuff as well. So, yeah, it's a, it's a you've got to have deep, You've got to have deep pockets, Carl, to fight these sort of battles. And the Premier yeah. League at the moment have not got the deepest of pockets. So no. they have got to hope and pray 
the common sense comes into it and somewhere in, in the middle they find a common ground that both sides can save uh, face, the deal can get done uh, and they can the Premier League can claim victory and Mike Ashley and the Saudis and Stavely and the Rubens can, can also um, claim victory as well. There's got to be some meeting in the middle, uh, but interesting days in, uh, you know, ahead and weeks ahead, no doubt in this. It's complicated and it's it's more it's more soap opera. You know, Newcastle United is the soap opera that just keeps giving. Anyone who watches Coronation Street, Neighbours, all that shite, let's be honest, don't bother. <laughs> don't bother. The soap opera goes down in NE1 all the time. You know it. I know it. The world knows it. We're the biggest soap opera. And there's been lots of talks about goal recently, purely belter and the likes. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the things that happen at Newcastle, you could not write the shit that goes down at uh, you know at, at, at Tyneside. So um, yeah, just another day, another chapter of the roller coaster ride and stuff. But how how he sleeps at night down there, the hide and seek champion I'm on about at the moment. How he sleeps at night, I just don't know. Clearly, Mike Ashley is very very angry and upset. And I just yeah. hope that he's he's built the next. He's taking the lads out. He's taking Brucey out tonight. Um, and I know it's not that the eat out, uh, the help out scheme ended. So he's going to be footing the full bill of it as well. So Mike Ashley will be um, <laughs> one sad and upset person tonight. He's had a huge food bill, a huge bar bill. Uh, and no doubt he'll be getting ready for a huge legal bill. But... Um, yeah, Mike Ashley likes to fight, doesn't he? As he's proven with the Newcastle fans consistently over years and years and years, he doesn't mind having a bit of a scrap on and doesn't mind upsetting people. So let's hope he upsets the Premier League half as much as he's upset us over the years. Well, speaking of Mike Ashley, we need to remember. We, we just need to remember where this first came from. As last night, the the parody account of Mike Ashley says <laughs> it's him. I keep telling you. But something very cryptic on Twitter yesterday regarding the takeover, and he, and he was, and it said, um, when when it comes out, remember who it came from, and uh, all this has came out into the into the public. I not just over twenty four hours later, so fair play yeah. to him. We're we not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. It's got to be, man. He's he's either well connected within the club or it is Mike Ashley. Um, quality account though. If you if you don't follow, I, I said that weeks ago. That weeks ago, um, at Money Mike Ashley, brilliant, brilliant account. Um, whether he's winding fans or boys, uh, putting cryptic messages up that turn out to be true. Fantastic account across the board. But um, coming up on uh, Magpie twenty four sevens next podcast is um season preview me and paul are going to record tomorrow night and try and get get um episode out for saturday morning for the for the game later on in the day because we weren't about the football but we weren't expecting to make this one it's just with the news coming out and it being like big news we me and paul would have been talking about it anyway so we just thought we'll set up a podcast and and chat and chat shit about it for as long as we can. No, no, um, him sheet to sing off or anything like that. Not planned, but um, yeah, we'll still manage to get get what we want off the chest. And I will just end on saying Premier League, Richard Masters, Gary Hoffman, sort your shit out. And uh, yeah, that's it from me and Paul until the season preview. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you all in a bit. See you later. Keep it tuned.